0: Meister Eckhart was a 13th century theologian and philosopher, and this is one of his famous lines, if the only prayer you ever said was thank you, that would suffice. The only prayer you ever said was thank you, that would suffice. My heart is so full of gratitude today across the last 35 years I have had the extreme joy and the challenge because joy always goes with challenge of serving three wonderful congregations for nine years in Pickens, South Carolina, for almost 12 years in Blacksburg, Virginia, and especially for the last 14 and a half years serving in downtown Richmond alongside this great community of faith thank you someone once said that if the that the most important choice a person ever makes is a choice of the influences to which that person submits his or her life by god's grace and spirit the choice to be a presbyterian pastor the choice to connect with Specific faith communities, the choice to strive to love and serve God together, the choice to keep growing and loving in the world among God's cherished people in these congregations has been the most powerful and wonderful influence in my whole life and my life with Ginger, who always goes alongside with faith and love. I can only thank God for this incredible journey of pastoral ministry, and I can only thank you, thank you, representing all the people of God who have journeyed alongside me. So often you've been there with joy and commitment. So often you have been there with courage and faithfulness, and so often you've propped me up along the way. Thank you. As I reflect on these 35 years and especially the last 14 years in downtown Richmond with you, I hope and pray that we have been about God's holy work. The energy and purposes of God. Our Presbyterian Constitution puts it like this, and I'm paraphrasing, but the main purposes of God are always to proclaim the good news of God's love to the whole world to give shelter and nurture and spiritual fellowship to all people to worship God and strive for truth to promote social righteousness to exhibit the kingdom of heaven to the world Those are the historic great ends of the church in chapter one of our book of order. I hope our work together has been about that. Notice there's nothing there about certitude. Not one thing. When we get focused on certitude, we get lost. Notice there's nothing there about rules and morals. There's nothing there about certain beliefs Beliefs, morals can be super helpful for church, but that's not the main thing. I think the church's purposes prioritize looking for God in all things, striving to stand with and for God in all things, and moving the world with God's help and care closer to what God intends for all people everywhere which is Christ's light, Christ's love, Christ's justice, Christ's peace, Christ's hope, Christ's joy. We keep looking to God, striving with God, moving the world closer to God's purposes. The main thing is standing with God against the darkness and the despair that always wants to creep in. The main thing is waiting and working with God for the light to dawn. That's what church is about. That's what faithful ministry is about. And our hope our work has been about that. I can only say thank you. Thank you, good and godly people, for this journey of God's important work in the world of following Jesus. And what I want to say to you in my last sermon here, as your pastor, is something similar Thank you for keeping on on that journey. Thank you for staying true to the calling, proclaiming the gospel of God's love for the whole world, providing shelter and nurture and spiritual fellowship for all people, worshiping God, striving for social righteousness, and in all things exhibiting the kingdom of heaven for the whole world to see. These are increasingly difficult times to be a church, to be a dynamic faith community. Thriving congregations like this one in downtown Richmond. Look around, we're getting older. Cultural life creates a strong tide against congregational faithfulness, pushing against it. The failings of Christians. Too much certitude. Too much... Exclusion, too much moralism, the failings of Christians through the years have made many people dubious about congregational life and Christian faith. But here's what's not changed. The longing in people's hearts for authentic connections to the holy. Here's what's not changed. The search for places where people can deeply and dearly Connect, where we can ask questions, seek truth, care for each other, support one another, and find authentic community. Here's what's not changing important opportunities for people to give their lives away in service to God, especially the important work of helping the needy, feeding the hungry, supporting those with crisis making the world a better place and that is pretty much a nice summary in my mind of second presbyterian church richmond a place of dynamic worship authentic community asking questions seeking to serve god we keep on with excellence in music and liturgy we keep on with seeking to be a welcoming community and we always have to work at that We keep on asking questions. In fact, doubt is welcomed here, not shunned. Questions are welcomed here. They help us on the journey. There are critically important also mission opportunities that take place from here. We feed the hungry. We give showers every single week, except this week when the flooding has washed out our showers. But we keep on feeding the hungry, offering showers, assisting people who are imprisoned, caring for children, and trying to be a light in the darkness, especially in downtown Richmond, but a light that wants to shine as far as we can shine it all around the world. And friends, this dynamism, this vitality of this congregation doesn't just happen on its own. The church is dynamic and awesome because of committed people, you. The church is dynamic and vital because of people like you who drive here. Many of you passed many other churches to get to this one. This is a thriving faith community because of important resources that you bring. These resources are your very selves and your intellect and your energy to the life of this congregation. These resources also are people, you, offering your gifts with generosity to God in music, in worship, in this historic sanctuary, another great resource where we connect with the holy. We also have a pretty nice chapel and a wonderful building that's faithful, Virginia building, Hawes building, really uh, basement uh, even a parking deck that we love on a rainy day. (laughs) All these resources exist for one thing. Ministry in God's name. All of this exists for God's purposes, for ministry and mission, God's work in the world. This is our calling always, and these things only continue as committed people come and sing boldly And pray sincerely here as volunteers make meals and host with love those who come for showers and people who give themselves and their lives and their dollars to maintain these ministries of God's important work in this wonderful Second Presbyterian Church. So in the coming days, I hope each of you will keep stepping up, stepping up with your prayers and your care your energy and your devotion your devotion of time and dollars and talent there is such a rich history here but you know what there's a more promising future here a future of worshiping and working for God's purposes in the middle of this city and for God's glory in all that we do so carry on in faith and hope and love. That's my charge to you. Listen to these words from the Apostle Paul. They come from the book of Romans, from chapter 12, and I've alluded to them a lot across the last 14 years. This is what Paul says, beginning at verse 9, and it's on the front of the bulletin in another translation. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in the Spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Pursue hospitality to strangers. This is the word of the Lord. In this short passage, urging us in how to live, urging us in how to be the church, urging us in how to be God's people, Paul doesn't actually include a verb in the sentence that is translated, let love be genuine. No verb there in the Greek. A more literal translation would be, caring, sacrificial love without pretending. Caring, sacrificial love without pretending. That's how to be. And then all the other statements, phrases, are more like active assumptions. Love, genuine. Evil, abhorred. Goodness, embraced. It's all about a way of being in the world. A way of being God's people in the world. Sustained by God. Shaped by love, kindness, fortitude for faithfulness. Always our calling. How much does the city need this? How much does the world need this? This is who we are. This is what we're about. How much is it needed? There's a favorite Hasidic tale that you've heard before. An old rabbi is with his pupils and he asks the pupils, how do you tell? How do you tell when it's no longer night and the day has begun? How do you tell it? And one student said, could it be that you look out across a field and you can tell whether it's a sheep or it's a dog? Does that mean it's light? He said, no, that's not it. Another pupil says, maybe it's when you look across and you can see two trees and you can determine whether they're peach trees together or whether they're fig trees. No, that's not it. That's not it. So they say, then when is it that we know when the night has ended And the day is come. And he says, It's when you look in the face of every man and woman and you see there your brother or your sister. Until then, it's still night. It's still night in this world that we live in. There's lots of places where light is shining, but it's still night in this world that we live in. And the church, a place of worship, And work has lots of opportunities to do God's work together. So keep on, faithful people. Keep on loving and welcoming and serving and being the people of God in this special place, treating all as brothers, as sisters. Our world needs it. And it's hard work. Hard work. But it's the work of Jesus. And this is what we're called to do, who to be. Loved and claimed for God and God's work in the world. Keep on, dear people, by grace, working together with Kate and Jeff and Kathy and Carrie and all the wonderful staff people here and the wonderful session and deacons in this church. Keep on, wonderful people, offering your gifts and devotion to the healing of this city and to the betterment of this world. We all belong to God. Friends, don't ever forget it. God loves you. I love you. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the privilege of my life of serving as your pastor alongside Ginger to the glory of God. Keep on, you all. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Show us the way, dear God. We trust you. We seek to serve you. Pour your Spirit over us, under us, behind us, through us, and around us, and keep moving all of us toward your promised reign. Christ our Lord. Amen.